You're listening to the Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is preached by Pastor Brian Wolfmuller. Jesus, amen. Dear Saints, Merry Christmas. We rejoice that again Jesus is in our flesh. That, that this eternal truth is brought to us today in these words from John, the Word became flesh and dwelt with us. The word there, quite marvelously, in the Greek, is tabernacled or tented with us. The Word became flesh and tabernacled with us. It, it reminds us of the Old Testament tabernacle and all of the theology of it. This is all being brought down to us in the flesh of Jesus. And, and so we, we back up a couple of steps to really get a running start at this verse. We remember first... In, with a bit of horror, how it was in the Garden of Eden after Adam and Eve sinned. And they had clothed themselves in fig leaves, but it wasn't enough. And then, and then this, they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden, and so they ran from God. Now, that is, that is one of the most horrifying and horrible verses on all of the Scripture. It is spiritual death, to run from God. And they, sh- they should have heard the footsteps of God and run to Him. But instead they turn and they run away and they, and they hide from the presence of the Lord. Now it's a horrible thing, but in a way it's right. Adam and Eve know almost instinctively that it is not safe for them to stand in front of God. That it is not safe for them to be in the presence of God. That because of the fall into sin... God is no longer a friend, but rather He's an enemy. In fact, His holiness now becomes a consuming holiness. It wasn't like that at all before the fall. Before the fall, they could walk and talk, and there was a communion that Adam and Eve had with God that was perfect, but that now is broken. And the presence of God, this is the point, the presence of God is dangerous for sinners. For Adam and Eve, and for you and for me. If God shows up in His unveiled glory, then we are consumed. Something like this happens after the Lord rescues the people from Egypt, and He brings them out into the wilderness, and there the glory of the Lord descends on Mount Sinai, and He speaks the Ten Commandments, and the people say, Don't talk to us anymore. It's too much for us to handle. Moses, you go and find out how it is with God and come back and tell us. And the Lord says, even though that's horrible, that the people can't hear the direct word of God, that that it is too much for them, it's too dangerous for them, even though that's, that's horrible, the Lord says it's right that the people said that. They're right that they can't handle my presence. That they can't handle my glory. In fact, God says to Moses in Exodus 32, He says, Nobody shall see my face and live. Now just think about that for a little bit. Nobody can see the face of God and live. It's not because the face of God is destructive. The face of God is glorious. The face of God is wonderful beyond our imagining. The face of God is holy and perfect, and that's the problem. We are not. We are sinners. We are fallen. We are unholy, 
Fit is what that means. We are unfit for the presence of God. Now, this has a lot to do with some of the stuff that we hear about in our own day about people who want to be spiritual but not religious. I think I, I think you've probably heard that before. People say this: Are you? Do you go to church? And they'll say, "Well, no, I'm a, I'm I'm spiritual. I'm not religious." I I don't know exactly what that means, but I think one of the things it means is I just want to have a direct encounter with God. I want to meet God on the inside or something like this. That is not safe. If we sinners simply walk into the presence of God, we're undone. Which is why God gives to Moses instructions to build a tent, a tabernacle in the Old Testament, so that God could be in the midst of the people without destroying the people. So that God, this is what's going on, God Himself institutes a way to hide His glory so that He could dwell with the people without destroying them. That's what the tabernacle is. That's what the tent is. That's what the sacrifices are. That's what the priesthood of the Old Testament. It's why it's there. So that the people, so that God can dwell in the midst of the people without destroying them or consuming them in His wrath over their sin. God hides Himself so that He can bless the people. He he covers Himself with this tent and with the blood and the sacrifices so that He can be there to bless them. So Jesus says, or so John says of Jesus, that the Word became flesh and tabernacled among us. The glory of God is hidden in the flesh of Jesus so that it doesn't destroy us, but rather blesses us and saves us. Jesus wraps His glory in the humility of our own flesh and blood so that He can be our brother, so that He can walk in our midst, so that He can, so that he can teach the people, heal the people, and provide a way back into the glory of God. You see, Jesus is in the flesh so that that when people hear Him walking, they don't have to run like Adam and Eve from Him. But they can come and find Him and be blessed by Him. Now, now, this is so wonderful that God who could just come and wipe us out, doesn't. But He comes in humility, and He comes in kindness, and He comes in peace. And there's something else about that temple. Remember the way the temple was designed. You you have this picture in your mind of this long tent, and there was the Holy of Holies, and then in front of it, another room, which was the holy place that had the showbread and the and the altar, and or the uh, showbread and the and the candlesticks and the incense altar, and then outside there was the offering, the altar for the burnt offering, so that the people could approach the Lord through the sacrifice, through the blood of the Lamb, and they could come into His presence. This is all pointing to the death of Jesus. His body is the tabernacle. His blood is the blood of the sacrifice. His death is the way in to the presence of God. You see, it's, it's, it's not just because Jesus wants to 
come and live next door to us, that he takes on flesh and blood. It's because he wants us to be with him forever. He, he doesn't move into our neighborhood so that he can stay there. He moves into our neighborhood so that he can bring us with him into his neighborhood where he dwells eternally to the glory of God and to the face of God. So that Jesus, by his flesh, Jesus, by his blood, Jesus, by his sacrifice, and by his death, makes a way for us to stand before God without being destroyed, without being consumed, without being totally wiped out. (laughs) That's what He gives to you. That's what He's doing in the forgiveness of sins. That's what He's doing when He feeds you His body and His blood. That's what He's doing when He preaches to you. He is declaring you to be holy, perfect, Righteous and fit for eternal life. Now, it won't be it won't be for us to hear the footsteps of God walking in the garden. When Jesus comes back, he's going to indicate it not with footsteps, but with trumpets, <laughs> with the voice of the archangel, with the shout of God. But when we hear that sound, the sound of God coming we will not, like Adam and Eve, run and hide. You don't have to. Because of what Jesus has done. When you hear that sound, you can turn towards God, you can run to Him, you can be in His presence. It's safe for you because of what your brother Jesus has done. Look, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, full of grace and truth. This is our comfort and our peace. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was one of joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word and kindness. If you have questions about anything you heard on today's broadcast, please don't hesitate to contact us at office at hope-aurora.org or call the office at 303-364-7416. For more information about our congregation, for locations, service time, and schedule, please visit our website at www.hope-aurora.org. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope.